your Bibles, I want you to grab them again very briefly, just a word of devotional to you this morning out of the book of 1 John. Last week, we talked about our focus priority. We advanced the kingdom here at Champion Forest by making disciples, and we talked about the importance of growing as a disciple by being in God's word, and I hope that you are with us as we have launched into this Bible reading plan through the Acts of the Apostles. You can uh, get in that with, I'd love seeing your comments. All you gotta do is text Devo or screenshot this right here, that QR code, and you can join in on our uh, Acts reading plan. Just text 770-69-DEVO, and uh, we'll get you set up for that. This week, I want us to take a very brief look, and it goes right in line with Martin Luther King Weekend and Dream Sunday, at our second focus priority, which is loving our community. We advance the kingdom by making disciples and loving our community. We want to be known as a church that shares the love of Jesus and shows the love of Jesus. I'm titling the message today, The Power of Love. And when we look at this, we're not going to look at the theologian, Huey Lewis in the news, who wrote The Power of Love. Uh, We're going to look at the Apostle John, who is affectionately known in the Scripture as the beloved disciple, the disciple whom Jesus loved. He spoke on love more than any other disciple. Uh, You read his gospel, and it is on nearly every page, certainly when you read the book of 1 John. You think about some of the most well-known verses that we love and that we've memorized and committed to heart. It's all about love. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. John 13, 34, a new commandment I give you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. John 15, 13, greater love has no man than this than someone lay down his life for his friend. Over and over and over again, we see in John's writing this theme of love. And three very quick points I wanna make this morning regarding Dream Sunday and the love of God. First of all, I want you to write down, if you're taking notes, this point. Love comes from God. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. It says this, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. The love that is mentioned here is what we know of, talk often about, as the agape love of God. It's the highest form of love. It's the greatest of the Christian virtues. And this type of love, the agape love of God, flows straight from the character and nature of God. In fact, if you look at verse 9, the third part, or verse 16 in 1 John chapter 4, the second part, it defines God is love. This is a selfless love. It is an active love. And according to scripture, we can know this agape love of God by looking at what Jesus did for us on the cross. And we can experience this agape love of God when we invite him into our lives and follow him. Love is the first of the fruit of the spirit mentioned in Galatians chapter five. In Romans chapter five, Paul writes that the love of God is poured out into our hearts when the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. And so whether or not we are a Christian or not, we can feel love and we can 
choose to give love. That's part of being made in his image. It's part of his common grace that he has bestowed on us all that we can feel love and give love. However, we cannot know the fullness of love without knowing God and having a personal relationship with him. Love, agape love, comes from God. In preparation for this message, I've read a number of Dr. Martin Luther King's sermons. He was a pastor, his daddy was a pastor, his granddaddy was a pastor, his uncle was a pastor. And he preached often about this agape love of God. And a sermon in 1957 called The Christian Way of Life in Human Relations. He said this, at the center of nonviolence stands the principle of love. When we rise to love on the agape level, we love men not because we like them, not because their attitudes and their ways appeal to us, but we love them because God loves them. He preached a sermon when he traveled called Loving Your Enemies. And in it, again, he speaks of this agape love of God. He says agape is something of the understanding, creative, redemptive goodwill for all men. It is a love that seeks nothing in return. It's an overflowing love. It's what theologians call the love of God working in the lives of men. And when you rise to love on this level, you begin to love men, not because they're likable, but because God loves them. True love comes from God. And there is a power in the agape love of God. As Martin Luther King Jr. said, it is the only force capable of turning an enemy into a friend. Love comes from God. But secondly, love proves we know God. 1 John 4, 8, anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. We live in a prove it to me kind of world. You wanna go get a car or a home loan, you have to prove that you have the money so you can get that loan. I have a, a senior in high school getting ready to graduate and she fills out applications for scholarships. She has to prove that she was a good student, made good grades, was involved in activities in the community and in her school. She has to prove it. The Texans right now are proving that they belong. Can I get a witness, all right? We live in a show me the proof world. There's a theme in scripture you say you know and follow Jesus? The theme of scripture, and it starts with Jesus communicating this first. Prove it by your love. John 13, 35, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples. How? If you love one another. First John 3, 14, we know that we have passed out of death into life how do we know we've been saved? How do we know the Spirit of God is living in us when we love the brothers? Whoever does not love abides in death. I want you to notice that love for God that overflows into love for others is proof that we know God. Notice it's not accumulation of Bible knowledge. It's not church attendance. It's not just saying that you love God, proof from a biblical standpoint that you know 
God. And this knowledge is an intimacy with, it's a personal relationship with. Proof from a biblical standpoint that you're in a relationship with God is by how you love others. Again, Martin Luther King Jr. in his own words because his was a life where this non-violent approach to protest and boycott He had to learn to love his enemies, those that didn't like him, those that opposed him, those that bombed his house. He said this, only through an inner spiritual transformation do we gain strength to fight vigorously the evils of the world in a humble and loving spirit. Love proves that we know God. He said love is the greatest force in the universe. It's the heartbeat of the moral cosmos. He who loves is a participant in the being of God. Loving others proves we know God. Love comes from God. Love proves we know God. And then third and finally, love shows others God. Look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 11 and 12. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And then look at verse 12. No one has ever seen God If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. If people have never seen God, how will they come to know who he is? What he is like? Those people at your office, in your school, they've never seen God. They don't know him. How will it happen? The scripture says it happens when we show his love because when we show people love, it shows people God. We don't just tell them we love them. Again, we show it, we put it on display. John, again, 1 John chapter three, verses 16 through 18, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. I asked Mr. Gray in a previous setting, He's been preaching since he was 12 years old. I said, if there was one message that encapsulates your life, that if you could preach it, what would it be? And he didn't hesitate. He said, Matthew chapter seven, the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That is love in action. Next week, I'm starting a new series we're very excited about called The Kingdom Project. It's all about how as citizens of the kingdom of heaven, we are responsible for bringing heaven to earth. You know, so often we get so excited about going to heaven and being with the Lord, and we should be excited about that. But our calling until he calls us home is to bring a piece of heaven to earth. The way that we love, the way that we make decisions, the way that we treat others, and when we love others and we're giving, uh, uh, when we're serving others, 
When we are selflessly living out our lives, we are giving people an appetizer for the future kingdom of God. And we are showing them by our love, God. All of our focused priorities have a driving question behind them. In making disciples, the driving question behind that is will we be proud when we stand before God of what we have to present to him? Because the Bible tells us that we are to make disciples. It's the one mission that he gave us. The driving question behind loving our community is if Champion Forest disappeared tomorrow, would our community even know us, know it, or miss us? We wanna live in such a way that if Champion Forest disappeared, people would be heartbroken in this community because that's the church that came by my side in time of need. That's the church that fed me. That's the church that reached out to me. That's the church that ministered to me when I needed it the most. Dream Sunday, our unity and diversity, our love for one another, in spite of our different backgrounds and different educations and where we came from, what we are doing ultimately when we come together like this, under the banner of Christ, for his name and for his glory, we worship him. And when we do this selflessly, caring and sharing, and giving to one another, being the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, when we do this, what we are doing is showing the world our great God. And so today, be reminded the power of love. It comes from God, it proves we know God, and it shows others God. Amen? Let's pray together. Thank you for joining us online. We hope today's experience encouraged and challenged you. At Champion Forest, we are passionate about all kinds of people coming to know God, to grow in their relationship with Him and others, and then to go out and make a difference in the world. We would love the opportunity to talk and pray with you. To connect with us, just go to championforest.org connect. And hey, of course, we can't wait to welcome you on campus in person on one of our locations. We'll see you soon.